The golden one. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Tarox, man. What's up, brother? How's everything? Oh, man, I'm chilling, man. Just uh, trying to stay busy, man. Uh, Thanks, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on today, man. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, You're always fishing. Uh, I I uh, I enjoy your uh, your training videos or your rocky. You know, you, you always like. <laughs> I see you like uh, chopping a tree down every other day, man. I know. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm taking some time off you from cutting down another tree, man. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on today, man. Uh, no problem, man. No problem. How's uh, quarantine life treating you, man? Uh, it's been all right, man. Uh, you know, I, I stay pretty low key to begin with, so uh, not too much has changed for me. Obviously. It sucks not being able to uh, go to the gym to work out as much as I would like to. And it sucks not being able to hang out with my friends and stuff like that. But for the most part, man, I I, I stay pretty low-key. And I've been able to get outside and and get my workout thing, get my road work in, doing my little uh, chopping wood and and tasting chickens and doing all that crazy shit. For sure, for sure. No, for sure. I know I I enjoy them. I know everybody on Twitter does it for sure, man. So uh, thank you for keeping us entertained. Uh, yeah, have you been have you been fishing? That's that's the good question. Now I gotta ask you: Is fishing been a hiatus because of this uh, quarantine? Because I know you're a big fisher. Nah, the the, the season here in Minnesota has, it hasn't opened up yet. So uh, this this Saturday is the the fishing opener for walleye and and northern and 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 bass. So this oh. Saturday I'll be out fishing, and and uh, from from Saturday on, then it's uh, then it's fair game. So I'll be out Saturday. Uh, hopefully, you'll, I'll see some. Uh, uh, some some good posts from uh for me some fish I catch uh, this next uh, this next weekend so uh, that's I'm exciting, be man. No, I'm excited to see that man. Uh, I'm really uh you know anxious to see your, your you know what you catch and uh excited uh, for the future man. Uh, but again man, thank you again for coming on. Um, let's get to it man. Uh, former IBF champion man. Uh, what's um just talk to me, man. Uh, how's the how's life now? I mean, it's what three years now since you've been champ. I know that's the career for every every yeah. cha- you know every boxer is what three years now since you've been champion. Twenty yeah, t- December twenty seventeen. So it'll be three years. Uh, three years. Uh, yeah. This, this winter, yeah, yeah. How did uh, how did life change, man? Talk to me. I know uh, you. Were, I know you was on a quest. Uh, I know uh, you know you fell short the first time with Daniel Jacobs. Um, close. Uh, you know, went to twelve rounds, but I know. You know the big one with James DeGale. I know I was dope. both two fights were exciting, um, but you finally captured your first belt. Uh, how's life been different before? I guess when you were a contender and then you became champion. Can you look, you know, elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, it, it changed my life, man. I mean, I, I had had some, uh, I had some success prior to that. You know, I I fought in some big fights, but came up short against Danny Jacobs and and came up short against Jermaine Taylor and and Anthony Durrell. Um, so I, I had some big fights and, and made some a little bit of money, but uh, never really made that uh, that championship money and, and never really accomplished my dream of, of winning a, a, t- a major title. And okay. uh, it, it sounds cliche, but I, it changed my life, man. I uh, Financially, uh, uh, the, the fight, uh, the second fight with the Gale, I mean, I, I made, if not uh, as much or if not more money than I had made in my entire career combined just in that, in that, in that second fight with the Gale. So it changed my, changed my life financially. It changed my life as far as um, notoriety, you know, like, especially here in Minnesota, you know, we don't have, we, we've been, uh, we've been cursed with, uh, with, with sports teams winning, not winning championships since the twins won back in like 1991. So uh, I brought in yeah. more, more notoriety here in town uh, for myself in Minneapolis and, 
Uh, it's it's been great, man. The, the last the last year has been tough on me because uh, of the injury that I that I uh, suffered. Uh, I tore my Achilles, and also the the fight with Quillen where I got headbutted, and, and I had to back out of that fight. So this last year has been tough, but I'm looking forward to uh, coming out of this quarantine in a good way and and getting back to uh, a, a big fight, hopefully as soon as possible, and and hopefully fighting for the IBF title again against uh, Caleb Plant in, in in the fall or the winter. Got you. I'm a little, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about your you know your title shot with um with uh with James DeGale. Um, I know your first uh. The uh the first the first fight was in the UK. Um, were you? How did that um um just? I don't really know any like the background. How did that work out? Were you like was 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 James DeGale was was the, were you uh, were you a number one contender or were you uh uh I guess uh his um is not as mandatory his uh his two like not like a tuna fight but were you you know how did that work out? How did you get the title shot with James DeGale? Ooh. It was it was basically a tuna fight for him, man. I mean, they okay. he, he had been his last fight prior to to the fight with me in in December of 2017 was against Badu Jack, and he was in a in a really tough fight, a war with Badu Jack, and and I think he got a shoulder injury, uh, like a rotator cuff injury, and he had been out for like 11 months or something like that prior to that. So okay. I was ranked in the in like number 14 out of 15. You know, you have to in order to fight. For the title, you have to fight them in the top fifteen. So yeah. I guess they figured I'd be a you know easy pickings for a comeback comeback fight for him. You know, after being out for eleven months, I I had some uh, fights with some decent guys and had a nice record. You know, but uh, it was totally it was he he totally looked at it as a as a, a tune up fight for yep. for him to get back and him to get into uh, something bigger in the future. And uh, I know uh, it really motivated me just hearing him. Uh, basically, dis- he, he wasn't even talking trash. He was just like dismissing me completely, you know, like talking about who he's going to fight next and how much money he's going to make. And, and he's going to fight George Groves for this much. And he's going to fight yep. whoever else. And so he wasn't even talking trash. Uh, it was worse than that. He was he was just dismissing me totally. And I'm like, hold on, man. <laughs> you got somebody in front no, of you. That. You should be, you should be, uh, you should be worried about me. I'm in front of you right now. Uh, I definitely uh, I definitely was motivated to go out with my title after hearing him like that. <laughs> No, you did, man. I mean, that was a uh, like a hell of a fight. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm gonna be 100, percent man. You know, I'm definitely a fan of yours. But like, I, I, you know, I, I even counter you out, man. Like, I think yeah. nobody. I think the whole world was just like, yeah, like it's gonna be easy fight. It's gonna be easy fight for James Gale. Um, but you know, you proved them wrong, man. Um, was like there any extra motivation, like in the sense that he was, you know, that you were picked as a tune up? Did you? How did you like? Was that like? Did you take that as a motivation? Okay, I'm not a tune up. I'm not. I'm not a tuna fighter. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not this low as a ranking. You know, was there any motivation in that? Absolutely, man. I, uh, like I said before, he was he was dismissing me, and and uh, that motivated me. It motivated me, uh, like you said. You know, most people had ripped me off after my loss to uh, Anthony Durrell, and I was going through a really hard time in my life uh, while while I was while I had that fight. So I knew that that wasn't representative of who I actually was as a fighter. And so I knew I had yep. more than that in the tank. And I just wanted to go out and prove the Gale wrong. I wanted to prove everybody wrong that uh, that uh, thought I was done and, and finished. And I also wanted to, you know, make uh, uh, make some money and 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 cement my legacy and, and provide for my family because I just had a I just had my first baby at the time. Yep. Uh, she was young and and I needed I was 
to be honest, man, I going into that fight, I was almost broke, man. I I uh, I remember like going over to London and I had like five hundred dollars in my account or something like that, and I just bought Crazy. a house. I just had a I just had a baby, and I had some fights fall through before then, so I needed that fight bad, uh, the paycheck in that fight, and obviously winning it brought me uh, even uh, an even bigger paycheck afterwards. So I was I was highly motivated to to go out there and and win for myself for my family and to prove everybody else wrong you definitely did man i mean uh, that was like it's, that's definitely a, one of the biggest upsets i uh you know i know people that talk about andy ruiz you know those are you know, i guess more high caliber matches but i mean you beating the gale in in the uk has to be one of the top 10 upsets like you know we definitely need that on espn or some you know the zone countdown top ten upsets because like I said you went to this home hometown of the UK and captured the belt you know that's huge um just stay on that stay on this uh, James DeGale um about um the second fight happened uh I guess you know a, a couple months after you had the rematch yeah. um you lost unfortunately uh I thought that fight was close I thought that fight was a draw honestly I thought that uh it was it was a very close fight uh like the first you know like the first one very tight fight um. Uh, that fight happened here in the states, though, and uh, you got it. You, you you lost. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like? How do you feel about that? In the sense that you know, the first fight, you know, you had a majority decision in the UK. You got the decision, uh, and then the second fight, you come here, you defend the belt in the states, and they, uh, I guess, rob you. Not not rob you. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess it is a robbery. I mean, you come here, defend the belt, and a unanimous decision. Like clearly, do you think? Um, was it like bought or anything? I mean, you know what I'm saying. Do you feel because they, uh, James Gale's like that's the more high caliber name, more popular name? You know, like you said, he had the more pro- he had to fight with uh Eubank after that. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, you think you know that was just set up for you to lose. Like, there was no way you were gonna win that fight unless you knocked him out. You know what, man? I don't really try to 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 dive into uh, what ifs and and stuff like that, man. I, I, I will say this, like, I, I thought I did enough to win. He, he was pretty dirty in that fight. He was headbutting and holding and, and uh, just, like, muffing me the whole time. And yeah. the referee kind of let him get away with it. And, and uh, I was more upset about the referee uh, not calling him on the stuff than it was with the judges' square cards. But I try not to try, try not to dwell on any of that stuff, man, because uh, I can't change any of it. and I can only control what I can control. But um, I thought I did enough to win. I, obviously, I, w- I wanted to win. It would have been uh, an awesome uh, victory for me to, to defend my belt. And yep, um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was disappointing that I didn't didn't win. I, I also felt that I was off that night. I, I didn't, for whatever reason, I had a great training camp. I, you know, no excuses. I, I just I just didn't fight up to uh, the potential that I that I had, and it cost me. You know, if, if I would have fought. To my fullest, uh, to the fullest of my ability, I would have beat him again, and I just wasn't at my best. And even though I thought I should have won, judges didn't. So I'm not gonna, not gonna dwell on it. I'm not gonna complain about it too much, man. I hear that, uh, and I, th- I appreciate your honesty, um, Tarak. Uh, what I was gonna ask, uh, you made a perfect um, question. I want um, that you brought up. You said you weren't not necessarily motivated, um, but um, do you think winning the belt? you know, got a little bit, like, not cluttered, but, like, you were just, like, in a, on high horse. Felt like you were, the, like, not unbeatable, but, like, untouchable. And, you, you know, you know, I'm just going just give example. Like, kind of how, like, you know, we're talking about – I mentioned Ruiz opening up the show. You know, how Ruiz won the belt. Uh, he won yeah. to beat AJ. 
And then the second fight, obviously, it was a complete – I'm not going to say – those two fights are completely different. You fought your game, but you said you weren't on your A game. You know, you could have been much better. Do you think winning the belt, you know, when you're not supposed to win the belt, I guess, when you're not the favorite going in, um, and then you get the – you know, the rematch happens, like, right after. Does it, like, take a toll on you? Do, uh, do you get, like, brainwashed? Do you feel like anything? Uh, you know what, man? I, I thought I thought I was going to be even better uh, the second time around just because – uh, you know, my 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 team, my my manager, Ron, like he, he's always preached, uh, you know, from day one, you know, we've been together since the start of my career. He's always preached like once you're a champion, you you, you up your game that much more because, you know, you have to defend your belt, you know, and everybody's gunning for you. So I was I was uh, motivated the second time around, too. And and I thought I was uh, in great shape. I, I was I was uh, camp went well. Sparring was was fantastic for uh, prior to that fight. And. For whatever reason, man, uh, I just I just uh, didn't fight my best fight in in the fight. And like I said, there's no excuses. It wasn't because of any reason. Uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't uh, gain 30 pounds or whatever. <laughs> like uh, yeah, like, no, like, 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 but yeah. but uh, yeah. you know, just, sometimes you have an off night, man. And that's one thing that sucks about boxing is there's there's no room for error. Well, it sucks about boxing, and it's also uh, also positive because. Uh, there's no room for error, and, and you have to be on your back every single night. And if you're not, then you make it beat. Got you, man. Um, was there a trilogy in the works? Um, after I mean, obviously you were you you know after the fight, you guys were one one. Uh, was there a tr- trilogy in, in mind, or did you have a rematch clause, or did you you know how, did anything tra- transpire with a third fight with James Gale? You know, there was no clauses or anything for rematches, but I, I was really hoping. Uh, that that we would do a rubber match and just settle it, you know, and and uh, there was offers for quite a bit of money uh, to to do a third fight, and he went the the opposite route and and took a fight with uh, or first he took an interim like tuna fight, but then he took yep. a fight with Eubank, which was yep. more, more lucrative for him. So you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him for that. Obviously, I wanted to fight okay. him. Uh, I wanted to fight him a third time, uh, but. You know, it was it was it was in his best interest to, to not fight me a third time and go fight Eubank and make more money. So I can't uh, I can't fault him for that. I respect your honesty, man. Um, just to end that right there, would you have gone? I mean, obviously you would have, but uh, probably answer my own question. But you would have gone to the UK, right? If, oh, for if sure. they said go to UK, I went there once. Fight, you know, you would... I went there once. I'll, I'll I'll fight him in his in his uh, in his backyard again for sure, man. I, I loved it. I loved it uh, in the UK, man. The the boxing fans were fantastic. Everybody, even just walking around on the street, uh, you know, uh, throughout the week that I was there, people were coming up to me and asking to take pictures. And it's a little bit different over there than it is here. You know, boxing is like a major sport to them, whereas boxing kind of gets put on the back burner over here a little bit. But yeah. uh, now it was it was uh, it was a great time over there, man. And uh, after that fight, I. I my coach and I end up staying for three extra days. We were supposed to leave the next day, but we stayed for for three extra days and and went to a bunch of pubs and, and uh, hung out and uh, drank a bunch of pints with all them crazy Brit uh, boxing fans. <laughs> nice, nice. I didn't know that, man. Thanks for that. Uh, is there anything else you did over there, man? Do you want to share in the UK besides drink some good pints? You getting good <laughs> That's about it, man. That's about it. Afterwards, afterwards, uh, we just kind of walked around the city and found some food and and uh, uh, just. Spend most of our time in a sports bar celebrating. <laughs> okay, okay, no, I dig that. I, re- I dig that. Um, moving on, man. Uh, you know, you said it. You know, you uh, you got some injuries going on. Um, there was a lot of talks about. Uh, I guess 
you know, your name again. I mean, you being a tune-up for um, with Dave Benavides, you know. Um, I, I don't know what, what was real in that sake or what was true. Um, apparently, they said that you ducked. I mean, I've, I've never seen you duck anybody. You know, you know, you know how boxing fans, they love using that word ducking. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, can you elaborate yeah. on that? Dave Benavides, you know, I know an article came out. Some guys were kind of attacking you uh, on Twitter. Uh, i never seen you as a duck. Like I said, you went to the UK and fought the champion. So I don't know yeah. how you're a duck, but, you know, they were calling nah, you man. a duck, for instance. Well, how did that um, – again, you were injured, but um, what was that whole Dave Benavides talk? I was I was a little bit upset with with how that played out. Just like you said, man, I, I've never ducked anybody. I fought uh, Danny Jacobs. I fought Jermaine Taylor. I fought uh, Anthony Durrell. I fought James DeGale twice. You know, I've, I've never ducked anybody, and I've always been uh, a big underdog in all those fights. You know, I've never ducked anybody. And uh, a fight with uh, they were talking about a fight with David Benavides, and it got reported that I accepted the fight. Okay. Uh, when I when I didn't accept it, uh, <laughs> and and then. Then they said I backed out of it. And I, I never seen a contract. I never, never signed a contract. I never agreed to any fight. I didn't do anything. And so they reported that I had backed out of a fight and I was never even in in the first place. And so everybody started saying, "Oh, you're ducking him," blah blah blah. But uh, that's that's not what it was, man. We were we were already negotiating a fight uh, for the IBF, um, the IBF uh, mandatory fight. The guy from, okay. guy from uh, Germany. Uh, his name's like Stefan Hartel, and then the winner of that will fight. Would have fought Caleb Plant for the title in uh, November. So okay. yeah, man, I was never, I never agreed to anything with Benavidez. I'd, I'd be happy to fight Benavidez, you know, and I, I'd be happy to fight anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter to no, me at all. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make as much money as I can and win a title. That's it, man. <laughs> Period. It's a mental legacy. You know, I hear that. I hear that. So yeah. for the record, it was fake news. Fake news, guys. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, fake, fake news. news. You know. <laughs> um, you mentioned Plant, man. You mentioned uh, IBF. You mentioned you might get a fight with him. Uh, is that the fight? I know I mentioned Benavidez. I'm mentioning Plant. You know, those guys on a collision course, you know, that's the fight that everybody wants to make. The fans want to see at 168. Uh, do you want to fight Plant? Um, is that the guy you're targeting next? Plant would be the guy you would want to fight? Uh, that, that's that's the guy that, uh, you know, like I said, I'm ranked highly by the IBF, and I'm uh, – uh, probably going to fight for the mandatory if this COVID stuff ever ever clears up. Um, okay. If I beat that German guy, then I would then I would be the mandatory for for Plant. It was supposed to be in November, but I imagine it'll get pushed back now. But uh, yeah. I'm open to fight any. I, like I said before, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to fight for titles and I'm trying to make as much money as I can. Uh, you know, I'm I'm 36 years old. I don't have too much time left in the sport. I don't, I don't want to have too much time left in the sport. So I'm trying to cement my legacy, uh, make as much money as I can, and win win another title. And whether that be Plant, whether that be Benavidez, whether that be Billy Joe Saunders, whether that be Kevin Smith, Carl it, Smith. Don't, it, it, don't Smith yeah. it don't matter. Got you. Got you, man. Uh, would you go up? I mean, I know you started your career at 160. You're at 168 now. Would you, you know, there's always guys going up. If there was a title opportunity at 175, uh, I guess, uh, who's up there now? Um, we got um, who we got at 175. I'm just giving a brain fart now. Uh, who's the uh, WBC champ? Um Better be of and uh, uh, yeah, better be. There you go. Yeah, better be. Um, the WBO was was vacant. Canelo, yeah, got some good, yeah, got some good fighters. Yes, yeah, yeah. 175 is one of those fights. It's like the Russian division. You like we got yeah, better be. Yeah. Levin's still out there. Uh, we have the Nail, who was a former champ. Yeah, better be yeah. has two titles. Um, would you accept the fight? I guess with better be or the Nail or or uh, would you go to 175? 
<laughs> those guys are big, man. I mean, I uh, uh, I definitely feel more comfortable at 168. But it's easy for me to make the weight, so uh, I don't see myself going up ever. But uh, uh, I mean, if, if the money was right, man, I, like I said, man, I, I'll fight anybody. It don't matter to me. Man. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So we uh, the money's right. You're in there, man. Um, mm-hmm. going back, man. You know, uh, you know, you mentioned you you were some high profile names. I mean, Jermaine Taylor, Daniel Jacobs, you know, James DeGale, Anthony Darrell. I gotta ask you, man. Who was the hardest punch out of those four? Uh, you know, <laughs> the the fight against Anthony Durrell, Like I said, I was going through some stuff, and he obviously okay. stopped me in the in, you know, in the first round or whatever. And and uh, that was that was the only two times I've ever been knocked down in my career. Those those two times I got dropped in the first round against Anthony Durrell. Yeah. And so obviously he can hit hard, but uh, I wasn't myself that fight. So I kind of. If, when it comes to me remembering fights and stuff like that, I kind of just uh, erase that one from my psyche, man. I don't even like count it as, as part of my career, really. But okay. uh, the the hardest puncher, the hardest punchers I've ever faced. Uh, there's two guys, man. One of them was Antoine Eccles. Uh, okay. I fought him back in the day when I was coming up. He was a really, really hard puncher. Had a really hard right hand. And then there's other kid. Uh, I fought him twice. Bill Williams. He was a he was a, a bigger guy than me, and, and he's from uh, Minneapolis, there. And he's a real hard puncher. But the best puncher that I ever fought, if that makes sense, not the hardest, but the best puncher I ever fought uh, was Danny Jacobs because uh, he, he could hit, he could crack, and he was he, he was so quick that uh, it was hard to see coming. So he was able to deliver the punches better than the guys that could punch harder than him. So that's why he was a better puncher. Gotcha. I know I heard that before, man. You know, respect to Daniel Jacobs. I heard uh, he can definitely crack. Um, would you want to? Obviously, Jermaine Taylor ain't fighting. Daniel Jacobs is at one sixty eight now. Uh, is that a fight? You know, would you want to avenge? You know what I'm saying? You know, you got yeah. you got to the twelfth round. Good, exciting fight. Would you take a fight with him at one sixty eight now? For sure, man. For sure. I know. I, I had uh, uh, when when I won the title against the Gale. Originally, there was talks of of uh, uh, of us fighting and I think he had mentioned it in an interview or something and I'm I'm totally open to to, to, to fighting him again I'd love to get a, a second crack at him you know he's a he's a good fighter uh, probably the best fighter that I've fought and also he's a, a good dude you know a, a respectable guy and and I'd be happy to fight him again got you um going back to the 168 division um Tarox, um you know, we mentioned, you know, the, the two guys, you know, like obviously, like you're the veteran in the division. You're the, I guess, the uh, the guy that's going to push the guys to the next hurdle. Uh, Benavidez and Plant, man, talk to me. How do you see that fight happening? Like, uh, the, who do you think is going to win that fight? Who do you think is the better out of the two? Are you excited to see that fight? Yeah, I think it's a good fight, man. Both of them are really good fighters. Plant is the is the better uh, technical boxer. I think Benavides is the most better puncher and, and just bigger and and younger. Um, so I think it's a really good matchup, man. I I, I would favor I would favor Benavides uh, right now just okay. because of his power and size. Uh, but Plant Plant can really box, man. He's got good balance. He he uh, um, he's got high ring IQ and he can really box. So. It'd be a good fight, man. I don't see them, you know, they've been talking about it, but I don't, I don't see them fighting anytime soon, man. I think they'll uh, uh, stretch it out as long as they can. <laughs> yeah? Oh, wow. I mean, I'm here, you, man. I mean, I'm sick of the marination, man. I wish yeah, boxing yeah. would learn, man. You know, we had so many, I mean, you know, with the whole, you know, we didn't get Wilder. AJ, I mean, it could still happen, but, you know, both guys got losses. You know, the 154 division, they wanted Hurd and uh, Charlo. That marination didn't happen. And uh, now we're going on 168. These guys are marinating. 
And I'm with you, man. I'm sick of the, you know, hopefully this, you know, this coronavirus, you know, the COVID-19, this uh, quarantine, I hope that the promoters learn that time is not really in our factor. You know, we got to get the fights now, you know, when they mean something, you know, and those guys are, in a, are I think, at their best now, you know, and waiting, we risk injuries, we risk, you know, stuff taking an L, and it won't be the same, man. So I'm with you on that. The more they delay it, it's just not going to work in our favor, man. It happens, um, it happens too often in boxing. Like, perfect example is, uh, um, well, obviously, Pacquiao, whether that's the classic example, but uh, now with, with Crawford and, and Errol Spence, you know, like uh, we've been talking about them dudes fighting for, for years. And like you said, something can happen, anything can happen. Like you get a car accident, you get hurt, you get whatever. That fight's dead. And everybody yeah. is out. The fighters miss on a big payday, the fans miss out on, on a great fight. And, and it just is it's not good for, for everybody to, to marry everything. To Gotcha, Terrence. Um, you know, you mentioned Spence and Crawford, man. Who you got? Are you excited to see that matchup? Do you uh, who you favoring that one, man? Uh, I, I hope they can make that fight. I think that's probably probably the best fight in boxing. Um, I I'm a big Bud Crawford guy. He's a Midwest guy, man. He's an Omaha guy, and and uh, uh, we actually uh, crossed paths in the amateurs a few times. Uh, but uh, um, I'm a I'm a big Crawford fan. I'm a big Spence fan as well, but. Uh, Spence has a size advantage. He's like the more natural welterweight, but I just think uh, Crawford is is a dog, man. He he uh, he's mean. He he can punch a little bit, and and he's his skills are out of this world, man. So I got to favor, uh, I got to favor, but no, I'm with you on that one, man. He's just you know it's the whole orthodox, the southpaw, you know the three weight divisions, and he's making it look easy, man. People are not talking about. People love to talk about. Oh, he's not getting the names at 147, but the the guys that are stepping up to fight him. He's just making it look too easy, man. You know what I'm saying? That's scary. You know, you know, a guy that started his career at 135 and stopping big guys, you know? Yeah. Regardless, you know, they're not the names. You know, I know people love to talk about names, the high-profile names, but he's stopping them. You know, you got to be gifted to stop guys, you know? Jose Benavidez was uh, – he was a hell of a fighter. It, you know, before he got – before he got – I think he got shot in the leg or something. Before that, he was, like, yeah, he on did. the fast track mm-hmm. to be, like, a, like kind of like a little star. And, and uh, yep, he was. Fighter. He's a hell of a fighter, man, and, and Crawford uh, – Robert knocked him out in like the eleventh or twelfth round. That was an impressive win. Yep. In my book. Yep. Yep. No, I'm with you on that one, man. Like you said, he was a highly scouted prospect. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, he was even uh like they were they thought he was to be the better Benavides brother at one point. You know, he was a very yeah. high scouted prospect. And like you said, like uh he stopped him and you know, he's undefeated, stops him in the twelfth. And then nobody talks about that. They talk about him being shot, you know. It's always y'all love boxing, man. They look for any excuse, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh-oh. Uh, one video, man, that kind of transpired, man. The Mike Tyson video, man. That seven was it seven seconds, six seconds. <laughs> Dude looks like he hasn't missed a beat, man. Uh, the question everyone wants to know, uh, Terrox, are you getting in the ring with Mike Tyson, fifty-three years old? Would you would you be down to get in the ring with him? Hell no, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That's that's the one dude. Uh, I met him. I had a, he, he promoted one of my fights back. I think it was like twenty thirteen. He he uh, he was a co promoter on. Uh, one of the fights uh, here in Minneapolis uh, when he had his uh, Iron Mike Productions, and uh, yep. he had uh, I fought Ozzy Duran, and he fought or his guy uh, Argenis Mendez fought uh, Rancis Bartholomew uh, here at the Target Center in in, uh, in Minneapolis, and I got to meet him as the first time I met him, and that was when he was uh, he was a little bit out of shape then he was a little chubby and uh, uh, he was still you know whatever forty eight years old whatever it was, but. Okay. Uh, uh, he wasn't looking as fit as he was now, and and that's one of the only people I've ever been like 
uh, like starstruck to to be around, man. I was, uh, <laughs> he looked like he still not yeah, no, back then, man. And obviously, I I seen that I seen that clip on on Twitter, uh, him throwing a combination, and and uh, he could still get it done. <laughs> so quarantine life is doing well for him, man. So for the record, for the record, guys, you know, if you guys hear this podcast, uh, Tarak is definitely dodging Mike Tyson. He does not want that fight. No one, He's no dodging him. He's ducking him. Write an article, guys. 100% is on the record. He is dodging Mike Tyson regardless. 53 years old. Yeah. Does not yeah. want to get in the ring. Everybody, everybody that said I, I ducked anybody else, there. that's one dude I am ducking, man. I'll duck Mike Tyson. Gotcha, exactly. <laughs> it's on the record, man, guys. Listen to that. It's on the record. Um, another breaking news, man. Andy Ruiz, man, finally joining uh, Renesso, man. He's, uh, he's got a nice little stable, you know. He got, you know, Canelo, Ryan, now Ruiz. He has uh, Martinez. Uh, he has uh, Frank Sanchez, uh, Neri. Forgetting one more name. Oh, Valdez, of course. He has a good little stable, man. Um, you think uh Ruiz teaming up with Vanessa and Canelo's uh camp does him justice? You think he gets uh, another shot at the bell and wins, or is this, he's a lost hope? I think I think he'll get a he'll probably get another shot uh at a, at a title at some point. I mean, uh, you know, he he won that fight against Joshua. I was I was I'm a Andy Ruiz fan, but I was I was really really upset with uh, the second fight, obviously, you know, and especially the, the excuses afterwards, how he he uh, gained all that weight and wasn't ready for the fight and yep. the party and stuff like that, and it was it was uh, I, I was really upset with uh, how he approached the second fight, but uh, I think him being around Canelo, I think Canelo is you know if not the best, one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, if if he's training side by side with him every day, it, it can't hurt, you know what I mean? And and uh, Eddie Reynoso, uh, he seems to uh, uh, seems to like you said have a good stable and know what he's doing. So I think being in camp with all those other great fighters will, will be the outcome. Got you. Um, that's a guy we didn't mention, man. Uh, Canelo's is there. He's at 168. He has that WBA regular belt. Uh, is that a fight? You know, they call you up, man. Are you uh I wish. would you take I mean you're gonna take it, but how do you uh would you be excited? Canelo, one sixty eight, WBA title. No I would love to I would love to fight uh Canelo, man. Uh it, it's uh it'd be an honor to 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 fight a guy who I think is one of the best in the sport and, and it'd be obviously it's a tall task for anybody to to fight him, but uh I'm always confident I can find a way to, to beat a guy. So uh my guys will put together a plan and, and uh, I try to execute it and, and go out there and do my thing. Gotcha. Hopefully, you know, if that fight does transpire, man, no catch weights, no rehydration clause. You know what I'm saying? I, you know me, man. I'm I'm a Canelo hater. <laughs> I stand by it, man. It's not it's not that I don't hate I, I don't hate the skills. I just hate the whole the, the I don't I don't fold well with, with rehydration yeah, clauses. Like you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm with you, man. Like I'm old school, man. Like, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm old school at heart. And obviously it did exist. I'm not, you know, it did exist with, with Sugar Ray and of course Mayweather did it and Pacquiao, but I feel like if Canelo is that great, like everybody says he is, and which I'm not doubting his skills, he shouldn't need that all the time. And I feel like it's becoming a habit now, especially in the, the zone run. Yeah. Like every fight had that clause, you know? And it's like, sheesh, man. Like, can you just give a guy a fair shot? Like, can, we, can he, can it be equal before he enters the ring? I feel like everybody loses before you even go to the ring, you know? And that's my beef with him, man. You know, it's, it's not, I don't hate the guy. He's Mexican, like all that crazy stuff they say. Mark Walker's a Mexican hater. No, no, no. It's just, I'm not a fan of the rehydration clauses and all that stipulation he puts on you. Uh, I think it'll be a fair fight, man. I think if you guys, like I said, if he calls you up and, as you know, it's, it's 168, no clauses, 
I think you got a shot, man. I think you're definitely. Love it, I'll put a little money on you, man. I'll put some I'm money a bigger. On you. I'm a bigger man, that's for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be a tall uh, tall task for anybody in the sport to to fight Canelo. But like I said, man, I'm confident I could I could find a way to beat anybody. So uh, I would love to. Uh, I would love to uh, get that get that call, man. I'll, after that fight, I get my uh, I have enough money to get my bass boat, man. I'll get my uh, get my new fishing boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, you probably build a fishing home yeah, in your yeah, house, man. You probably get your own build ice. A, build a, for build sure. a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Uh, is he? You know, we're gonna. I gotta ask you, man. I don't want to list. You know, we mentioned some great fighters. Uh, is Canelo your pound for pound number one right now in the sport? Uh. I think it's between. I think there's like four or five guys that that are like one A, B, C, D. Neck and neck. Yeah, I think okay. it's for me. It's it's uh, Terence Crawford, Canelo, Lomachenko, um, Inoue. Uh, okay. Uh, probably Tyson Fury now too. Yeah, it's gotta be Tyson Fury. Yep. Probably probably five okay. right now. Yeah. Okay, I dig that list. Uh, is there a reason why you uh? You know, you said it, you know, no bias. I know you call for your guy, you know, Midwest, all that good stuff. But is there a reason you have call for one over the other guy? Uh, that, that that wasn't really uh, – it wasn't really in any order. But uh, I, I would say I would say Crawford, one, Canelo, two, Lomachenko, three, anyway, four, Tyson Fury, five. Okay. And uh, like I said, uh, is there a reason you have call for one? Is there uh, – What's your reason uh, for that? You know what, man? I, I just, I just, I just love the way he fights, man. It, it, it might not even, it might be just bias, you know, like you said, Midwest bias. But um, I just, I'm just a fan of his, man. I love watching him fight. Uh, it's just, uh, I love watching all, all five of those guys fights that I, that I just named off. But um, something about him just uh, sticks out to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, appreciate that, man. Um, you know, uh, I've been asking everybody, man. You know, we got quarantine. Hopefully, it looks like we're getting slowly but surely. I'm hearing, you know, we're getting a USC card this weekend, which I'm excited about. Some some blood, some fighting, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it looks like, um, you know, Nicaragua had a card not too long ago, you know, with guys wearing masks and stuff. So, it looks like slowly, slowly but surely, we're going back to normal, you know, with masks and stuff. Um, so, we should get boxing back uh, soon. Um, if you could pick a fight uh, right now, no, no, no legendary stuff, you know, the fights that were in the mix, you know, that was supposed to happen, that got pushed back. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Spence and Crawford fight that was marinating. You know, we mentioned Benavides and Plant. Um, out of those fights, what fight, like, if you're, you know, as a fan, you know, and I appreciate you, you know, because you're, you're a professional boxer, but you're also a, a big boxing yeah. fan. Uh, what what fight are, like, you need to have, like, right away? Like, they announced, okay, quarantine is done, guys. Everything's back to normal. What fight you need to see? Oh, uh, man. Um, I think I think the best fight is is – Crawford and Spence. Um, I would love to okay. see. Uh, I would love to see. Uh, uh, well, it, they, they were working uh, towards making it before this all happened, but I, I want. I really want to see uh, Lomachenko versus um, uh, Tiafimo Lopez. Man, Lopez? yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting yeah. fight that I want to see. Um, that one. Uh, I'll stop you right there because you brought that up. A lot of a lot of people bring that fight up. Um, what? Who do you favor? I mean, I appreciate you, man. You know, you know, I'm picking your brain a little bit, but who do you favor in that fight? I guess, uh, or just in general, like what do you, what excites you about the fight? You know, um, me for instance, I guess is that the young bull, you know, with the female coming up, winning a belt, you know, beating Kami in two rounds, you know, making it look really yeah. easy, um, and then, um, you know, uh, just how quick he's a, you know, he's pretty much put his name out there. And Lomachenko, like you said, he's like a lot of people have have him as number one or at least top three pound for pound. Um, 
it's just an exciting match because, like I said, it's the young bull versus the with the old lions to a certain extent. We want to see if the the young bull can, you know, defeat the old lion. Uh, that's kind of where I guess everybody is intrigued about. Um, but who would you uh, like? What 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 kind of like turns you on about this fight, or just in general, like what who do you favor and all that? Good stuff? Uh, I th- I think it's just a great matchup, man. I think the uh, uh, Lomachenko is the favorite, obviously. I mean, he's the he's the, the pound for pound guy, the champion. But uh, the way that Lopez impressed against uh, Richard Comey uh, made me want to see the fight immediately because I, I picked Comey to win that fight. I, I was really high on Richard Comey. I thought he was going to knock uh, Teofimo Lopez out because Lopez didn't look that good the, the fight prior. He fought okay. like a, a Japanese dude or something like that and didn't look great. And yep. after seeing Lopez yep. just blow Comey out, man, I was like all in on that on that Lomachenko uh, Lopez fight because like you said, he's the young bull. He, he's like Super aggressive. He's a puncher, and he's also he's a lot bigger man than than Lomachenko. He's bigger than I imagine. He's bigger than anybody who that Lomachenko's fought uh, as a pro, and uh, I think it, it just provides, or uh, yeah, it just provides a, a different obstacle that Lomachenko hasn't hasn't faced yet. You know, he he he's, nobody's gonna beat him. That's that's smaller than him. He, nobody's gonna beat him. That's gonna try to outbox him. Uh, it's gonna take a dude like like Lopez that's bigger and stronger. Maybe faster, um, and just uh, wants to bully him and knock him out. That's, that's what's going to take to to beat that dude. Just like the second fight, you know, um, uh, uh, Salido uh, just had to to yep. bully him, man, and and uh, it was cheap, a little bit, a little bit cheap, you know, with the low blows and stuff. But that's the only way you're going to beat that dude. You know, you're not going to beat him by outboxing him. <laughs> it ain't the way you're going to outbox him. Yep. So, so uh, I'm excited to see if Lopez can do that. I don't know if he can. I, I, I favor Lomachenko, but uh, I, I sure want to see that young dude try. Got you. No, I definitely see exciting match about it. seems like everybody is they keep talking about it. It's the fight they want to see. You know, every day there's like a new thing that Loma's ducking, there's uh, Lopez is ducking. You know, I heard you call him a bitch on, on uh, Steve, Steve yeah. Kim's show. Uh, Lopez, you know, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they got to sell the, you know, I, I like that they're selling it. I respect it. Um, it's exciting, man. You know, I'm, I'm all for. You know, you know me on Twitter, man. I'm more about the future, you know, the present. You know, I know respect to the to the legends, respect to the past. You know, I know people hate it when I say, oh, the new guys can beat the old guys. But we got to live with the present, you know, with the future, you know. And these guys are hungry, you know, Lopez, you know, Haney, uh, Ryan, uh, Tank, um, you know, uh, Boots. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of Virgil. It's yeah, like so many right now. Like, that I'm, I'm, 135 to 147, uh, you just named them all, you know, all, all five of those guys are – our our future pound for pound guys. You know? That's another fight. Only other exactly. fight that I want to see is uh, is uh, Tank versus uh, Ryan Garcia. You know, they've been going at it for uh, uh, for a year or so on Twitter, and, and that's another yeah. one of the fights I want to see when this thing opens back up. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think wins that? Fight? Uh, I think Tank is too much for him right now. <laughs> yeah. Tank. Yeah. No, I hear you. Even after that Gamboa fight, you know, people say that you know he got you know how people say they got he got exposed uh, because he went twelve. Uh, you still favor him, even though that little, I guess, you know, it wasn't his brightest performance. You still give uh, Tank. Uh, I, think, I think he's explosive. Yeah. I think Ryan Garcia. Uh, at first, I w- wasn't sold on him, but his last his last uh, knockout was was obviously super impressive. That he had that guy with that left hook. I, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he knocked him out with that left hook, in, like the first or second round. Yep. But, uh, uh, yep. I just think Tank. I, if if Tank is uh, focused and 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 training properly and all that. Uh, I, he's really explosive, and I think he's a, a hell of a fighter. Got you. 
Um, Tarox, man, um, I know we mentioned the IBF. You know, you're a former IBF champion. You know, you said you would love to get that belt again. Um, is there another belt? I mean, you know, there's four belts or like 20 belts in boxing, you know, but obviously there's four main belts, the IBF, the WBA, the WBC, WBO. Um, you got the IBF, you know, in your home um, forever for your collection. Uh, is there like another belt? I guess when you were starting up, the question I really want to ask, when you were starting up, you know, you want to be a champion. But is there like a specific belt you wanted? Is like the WBC belt stood out to you, WBO, uh, or WBA, or uh, it doesn't matter too much, man. I got my my IBF red and uh, red and gold belt. The the green belt would be nice, you know, the WBC one. That's that's kind of like the one that's uh, uh, got the most prestige over the years, and uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me too much. The only, the only reason <laughs> I was talking to my boy okay. about this the other day actually. And uh, uh, I said, uh, the only reason why I want to win the WBC belt is because uh, they've given out uh, Hublot watches with it. So I'm trying to get one of them Hublot, that w- them WBC Hublot watches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. You want to go to those press conferences, you know, where all the WBC legends go and you get the belts and the watches. No, you're smart, man. You got you to gotta go with, the, I guess, the extra perks yeah. go, man. And WBC seems like you get a lot more perks. No, it makes sense, man. Uh, but I'm with you, man. I, I, I am a definitely... I, I love the. I'm. A, you know, my favorite color is red. So the IBF always stood with me. Uh, what you want down with WBC? It's it's the WBC belt, man. Like every time I think of boxing, you know, since I've been watching, I you know, Chavez Senior was the first guy I remember watching on TV, and he was. A, I feel like he had that belt forever. I think they met. They made that belt for him. Uh, you know, Mayweather had all like he's he's always had the WBC belts. Uh, like I'm with you, man. Like that belt is just so iconic. You see it all the time. It's just so. I guess so. Just so. It's just yeah, always yeah. on TV. You know what I'm saying? So it's just always it's it's good looking, man. Like, yeah, like, good looking belt. Belt. Um, <laughs> it sticks out. Um, but uh, I think um the one that honestly really stands out to me is the Rocky belt, man. The the, yeah, the yeah. ring magazine belt, man, that red, white, and blue. You know, think about Rocky, you know, growing up watching Rocky, and Rocky always had that belt. I call it the Rocky belt. The ring magazine to me is the Rocky belt. Uh, that's like the best one, man. You know, if yeah, you could win that one, man, that would be awesome. Bro. I really hope you get that one for your collection. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Um, just uh, sidetrack a little from boxing, man. Um, uh, you know, you said you mentioned a little bit about fishing. That's probably your go-to, you know, c- c- you know, sport. Uh, but besides fishing, what's your like your secondary sport besides boxing? Oh uh, man, I I love baseball, man. I, I played I played baseball and football uh, in high school. I played football. Uh, went to college to play football before I got hurt. But uh, I'm I'm uh, I love okay. baseball, man. It's like my first love when I was a kid. And, it's killing me right now because I can't watch my uh, can't watch my twins every night, man. But uh, um, yeah, I'm definitely a, a baseball fan. Did you pick? Does uh, it cut you off, Terry? Did you pick a Korean team yet? No, I haven't been. I haven't been watching too much TV, but I just seen uh, I just seen on ESPN that they've been showing uh, uh, some Korean baseball. I've seen them doing crazy backflips and stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick a team, man. We've all been picking teams. I think I'm a. I forgot what I am. I think I'm a bear or something. Uh, forgot what. I don't even know, man. It's like eight teams, ten teams. Uh, but yeah, they've been showing the games come on at midnight, four in the morning, uh, Central Time or Eastern Time, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it seems like the only sport. And I, I know when they announced it, ESPN said they were gonna get the rights to it. A bunch of us started picking teams. Yeah, I'm not having fun with it. Grabbing. So you definitely gotta pick a team out, man. You gotta pick a Korean team and rep it. Um. So you definitely said us. Uh, you're a big Minnesota guy, twins. Nah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Twins guy, but uh, when it comes to football, I'm a I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yeah. Oh, really? How did that? Uh, work uh, out I just you, I just always been like that since I'm a kid, man. I uh, for whatever reason, I uh, I always had the Steelers starter jackets back in the day, and uh, uh, just uh, rolled with the Steelers ever since I was probably like ten years old. 
Got you. So if the uh, this year, you know, hopefully, you know, we do get football, you know, fingers are crossed. It looks like we are going to get it. Uh, if the, you know, 2021, uh, it's the Vikings and the Steelers at Super Bowl. Hey, you Steelers. Spot, man. You're going, you're going. Steelers all Steelers day, all man. Day. I got a bunch of boys that, a uh, bunch wow. of my boys play for the Vikings, man. But uh, uh, I got to roll with Steelers, man. I can't. Uh, they know, they know I'm a Steelers fan, too. <laughs> Got you. No, I respect that. I respect the loyalty, man. You know, you got to dig it, man. Uh, you know, you mentioned the Twins, man. You know, you're a big guy. Uh, I know you put that sense. Johan Santana up, man. I'm a big Mets fan myself. Uh, one of the best. Uh, is that your favorite pitcher? Uh, yeah, when, when he was here, man, that was my guy. That that, that was like uh, the the Twins when they're at their best uh, since I've been able to watch them, like 2003, 2004, 2005. Uh, Santana, was, Santana was killing back yeah. in those days, man. So I was, I was uh, sad to see him go. Uh, to the Mets, but he he had a couple good years for y'all, man. But uh, I forgot what it was that he got injured at, but uh, his injuries kind of yeah, well, rotator cuff, yeah, yeah, shoulder. Um, but no, I appreciate that, man. You gave us to him, man, and we got our first no hitter yeah, yeah. thanks to you, you know, Johan Santana. So that's definitely like I told you the other day, man. Santana has a special place in my heart. Uh, he got us the first no hitter in like forever. Uh, so he definitely was a bad dude. Uh. But no, man, when he was there, and I think, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, yeah, Mariano, the one-two on, punch. That was, that was like one-two like punch. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was an exciting time for uh, for Twins fans. Um, and then, you know, the 90s, like you said, the 90s, uh, they were, they were yeah, a hell of a team too, man. Um, but now, man, I, I, I think I put you brain up enough for today, man. I really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, I know you're busy, like I said, and I really appreciate you. Uh, I can't wait to see you back in the ring. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited. You know, uh, hopefully we get that plant matchup. You know, hopefully we got a Canelo matchup with you. There's so many yeah, fights you can yeah. make with you, man. You know, hell, I'll even take if James DeGale comes out of retirement, Maybe, I'll man. take that fight, man. A trilogy fight. I'm, I'm, I'm all for, for that too, man. You know. But thank you again, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, stay safe. Uh, keep sending those videos of chopping <laughs> trees and you know yeah, chasing chickens. We definitely <laughs> enjoy it, man. And uh, I hope to have you back on soon, man. When you get a title shot. Or a big fight, we'll get you yeah. back on. We'll talk a little. Anytime, bit about brother. That. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for following my career, brother. Absolutely, right, brother. Man. Take care, man.